Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Your Favorite F Word podcast. Sarah and Nicola here today. We have about 15 minutes to kill right now in the podcast studio. So we are going to just kind of have an open conversation about one of the things that has had the biggest impact on both of our own personal growth, development, self-awareness, being cool human journeys <laughs> really helped us be cool sure. yeah so cool um and that is what is it what is what it? is it dun, dun, dun. therapy <laughs> <laughs> that was super awkward um yeah therapy holy i think we talk about it uh like semi-casually on our social media but i think why now feels like a good time to talk about it, at least personally. I mean, I've been talking about my experience in therapy with so many friends lately. Um, I don't know why it's come up, just like in casual hangouts, one thing leads to another and all of a sudden I'm talking about how often I cry in front of a guy on Zoom. Um, But I think it's been two, three years almost for me working with um, one counselor or psychologist, I guess he is, Um, But it's a real tough thing to find someone that you get along with and trust and have a good relationship with. And I think that for me, for a lot of people, is one of the maybe like scarier parts of it. Um, I mean, there's lots of reasons why people are nervous or have fears around going to therapy because it can totally be intense. It can be a lot. And if you're not ready for Um, maybe feedback or that kind of like growth possibility, then I mean, yeah, it might not be time for you. Um, But I just remember like experiences in the past going to different people and you have to like give your whole story and it's kind of up to them to kind of like pick and choose the parts that they felt most relevant to like ask questions about. And it just felt like retelling all of your like tragedies to someone is so exhausting. So when you finally find someone like, oh, keep that relationship and you hold on to it. Yeah. I think it's hard too at the beginning because a lot of us go to therapy, not when we first start going, at least we're not really sure what we want out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're not really sure what to expect. We're not really sure what our desired outcome is beyond just like feeling better or moving through grief or whatever situation that has kind of prompted us to go there. Um, But especially if we're going from a place where nothing is necessarily quote unquote wrong, but we're wanting it as a personal development piece, which 100% we think that is amazing, right? There doesn't necessarily, you don't have to have gone through a specific traumatic event or had a loss or had a breakup or anything like that to warrant going to therapy 
it is a great tool and resource for anyone just wanting to improve their own, I mean, self-awareness, understanding of themselves. That's what I have taken the most out of it for sure is just understanding who I am and why I think the way I think and why I do the things I do, et cetera. Um, why are you the way you are? Why, why am I like this? <laughs> oh, that, that's why, right. Cal will tell me. Um, but yeah, so it's, it can be scary at the beginning. I went to one for like a year and I thought I was getting what I wanted, but once I started going to, so Nicola and I both see the same therapist right now. Um, weird. Yeah, kind of weird, but also he's amazing. Um, when I started seeing him, I like realized how much I was missing before because it was like, I would just go in there and I would just vent and cry. And I was, my feelings were just validated. I didn't get any like insight or reflection or anything like that. It was very much just like, yeah, I can understand why you're feeling like that, you know? And I thought that was what I needed because I always felt better after, but that validation really just kind of kept me in the same cycle of like doing the things that I was doing that weren't necessarily serving me. Um, So the therapist we see now is very much like we'll challenge and dig deeper and ask why and stuff like that, which is uncomfortable as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like the absolute worst, Um, especially when Brad and I are in a session together. (laughs) I'm like, can we not go here right now? (laughs) Um, but yeah, so for me, that's been a huge piece of it. Mm -hmm, Totally. I mean, like having a safe space to like feel comfortable sharing your feelings, um, and sharing feelings that are not flattering. Like Mm -hmm. when I talk about being like upset about what might be like really trivial things, or if I'm feeling like resentful or, you know, all of those feelings that we don't really want other people to know about us but are probably the ones that are most important to express and work through. Um, Having a space to share those things is super important. So definitely like there's a time and place for the counseling that's like, come talk about what's going on, feel free to cry. And I'm here for you. Like totally what Sarah said, like I get that. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes that feels good, but I was in the same place. Like I worked like on and off with two people at different points in my life and just felt like, this is just, I'm paying someone to cry in front of them. And um, for a while that felt good because I didn't have anybody else I was doing that with. Um, And so just putting my feelings into words was an important skill for me to start building. Um, But yeah, same. It felt like at a point I was like, okay, but now what? Like, I don't just want to keep feeling like this, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily have the tools or the understanding in order to push myself forward and actually like learn and grow from this. So like, then what? Um, And it was a friend who um, hooked me up with the current counselor that I'm working with. Um, And so is Sarah. Yeah. Um, But she, my friend was basically like, this guy is a hard ass. Like he will definitely hold space for your feelings. He's not an asshole by any means. Yeah. But he essentially like takes what you're saying and says, cool, I get it. Now what? Like, what do you want to do about it? Which was so refreshing after years of people just like coddle. It felt like coddling at some point. Um, And so now it's just like every, (laughs) 
every time we go and see him or I guess like open Zoom up to chat with him online, it just feels like, Kate, hey, what are we going to talk about today? Um, and I've since moved from solo sessions into couples counseling with my partner, Brandon. So it's funny because we go in and we're like, man, things are great in our relationship. Like we're crushing it. Like what the heck are we talking about? Like, do we cancel tonight? And it's always those days where shit hits the fan. Like, <laughs> Yes. Major psych. Shit hits the fan. Um, and something comes up that usually me, usually something I was holding on to really tightly and was just like refusing to acknowledge. And it, it's like a huge breakthrough. It's like excruciatingly painful. Um, but the time after and the things that unfold after are huge and like literally life-changing in, in terms of like my relationship with Brandon. So it's really cool how that works. It's so messy and agonizing, but it's really, really interesting. So interesting. Um, when you bring your partner into it, it adds just such a different dimension to it. Uh, and it requires like an extra level of vulnerability. And for, for those of us who struggle with that, it's just, it's that safe space to do that in, you know, because you have that third person, you have the therapist there to kind of moderate. If moderate, that's so important. Yeah. Like if things aren't for me, oftentimes I'll have difficulties like saying what I'm actually feeling. So he's there to kind of dig deeper, et cetera, you know? And yeah, it's just such a different dynamic. And I mean, the session's an hour, but the conversations that come out of that go way beyond and it allows us to like connect on a deeper level and have a better understanding of why we are the way we are and how <laughs> we're functioning, et cetera. So trivial things like getting annoyed that someone, well, me getting annoyed that Brad <laughs> didn't take out the garbage or something. Yeah. Like we can break that down to like on a deeper level, what is that actually meaning? And then it becomes easier for me to understand and be patient with it. And it also becomes on Brad's end, he's able to understand why I get so annoyed with it. And then it makes him more likely to help out with it. Right. So for us and having just moved into like bought a home and moved in together. Well, I mean, we've been living together for a yeah. while, but bought a home together. Yeah. A lot of that stuff has been servicing. So it's been really cool to be able to like have those conversations for sure. Yeah. It gives you an extra outlet for sure. And I think Brandon and I really thought we were solid in our communication. I think we were both like were very confident about the ways we communicated with each other. And when things would go wrong, I don't think we ever pointed at communication as being the weak spot. We thought it was something else or just like a time in our lives. But what working with a therapist has done is we will have or like work through conflicts that we maybe encountered during the week or something that's just been kind of like maybe a cloud over us for a little while, we'll bring that to a session and we'll work through it with our therapist listening. And what he'll do is he'll allow me to share my piece, share my feelings um, through my perspective. And he'll stop me and say, okay, so Brandon, what are you understanding about what she's saying? And it's so interesting to hear him reflect back what he thinks I'm seeing, hearing, feeling. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times it's different. I'm like, no, 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 that's not actually how I feel but I didn't properly communicate it because my communication and understanding styles are different than his. And so in order to 
expect him to understand where I'm coming from. I have to communicate and use his language, which I didn't realize. It was always like, no, you should be understanding me. But really, I have to understand him in order to properly communicate if I ever expect him to know what the fuck is going on up in there. Um, Well, that's really been like one of the biggest takeaways for sure is that like, man, communication is so much harder Mm -hmm. and so much more nuanced and messy than it than it's like made out to be you can't just say like hey I'm mad yeah (laughs) and that goes with our partners but it goes for other relationships in our lives too right with your friends with your family with for us in our coaching you know it shows up big time and just understanding that our experiences shape the way that we think and see the world right and so when we're communicating with other people if we're communicating in a way that makes sense to us and sends a certain message based on our experience, someone else isn't necessarily going to receive it the same way. And that's huge. And I think when we can start to understand that and be aware of that, it's not only going to improve our communication, but it also allows us to practice compassion and practice empathy and understand others better. And be open to different opinions and different views and ways of seeing the world. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been a huge eye opener in so many different facets of our life. I think, um, our relationships for sure, our friendship, just like our overall, like awareness of who we are and yeah. And like, I think that translates pretty directly into like confidence in how we carry ourselves because I know, um, I mean, I used to think like if I was stressed, um, if something was going on, like I was like had to put things on pause because it took me so long to process things, to understand things, to even recognize how I was feeling because it was really easy for me to just kind of like sweep feelings away and just like carry on as usual. Um, But now it's usually like the first thing I do is like, okay, I'm feeling something. What is it? And actually understanding what those feelings are is a huge confidence booster because then I fully trust myself to know what I need next. It's not like a a wondering game of like, how is this going to play out? Am I going to like have to like white knuckle my way through the rest of this week and like have a meltdown this weekend? Or is it going to translate into conflict with Brandon or you know, whatever it is, it's like the confidence to know that I can identify my own feelings. I can ask for support. I can ask for what I need, set boundaries, or like let someone in, in a very regulated way. And that's, it's fun. It makes it fun to talk about things when you are coming at it from uh, a more grounded and like anchored place. For sure. Anchored is, well, anchored and grounded, great words to describe that. You know, it goes from, I'm feeling this emotion and I have no idea why or how to make it go away to I'm feeling this emotion and I can play it back to these specific scenarios and I know what I need to do. Or I can just be okay with it existing. Yeah. Yeah. We're also getting away from like the need to fix it right away too. Yeah. 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 Like sometimes we don't have the capacity to deal with a feeling and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. About understanding like our own needs in the moment and then down the road too. It's really, really fun. Yeah. Sounds weird today, but it is, it is fun. It's fun and also just shit at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a hot dumpster of self-realizations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we just wanted to share a little bit about our experience. We know that 
conversations around mental health and therapy are definitely becoming more frequent and open, which is amazing. But we also recognize that there is still some kind of negative thoughts around therapy and this idea that we need to have something wrong or we're broken or something if we are reaching out for help in that capacity. So we encourage everyone, if you have access to it, to take advantage. Um, Yeah, it's been a huge part of our self-growth and development journeys. And if cost is a concern, because it it gets yeah. expensive for sure. And if you um, are not in a place to be able to afford it, there are a lot of like sliding scale um, payment options. Um, a lot of stuff has moved online too. So there's a few websites. Um, maybe we'll drop in the show notes of places that you can check out that'll pair you with um, a counselor or psychologist, um, depending on the level you need, mm-hmm. um, what you're looking for, and then payments that will align with your budget. So that's really helpful too, I think, in making it accessible for everyone. For sure. Cool. Okay. Well, we will wrap up today. Do we need a fuck yes and fuck no? I think the fuck yes is obviously therapy. Duh. What about fuck no? Rain. It's raining here today. (laughs) It's been raining for like three days (laughs) and it makes me so sad. Like I'm totally solar powered. Hilarious one. I was going to say something like um, ignoring your feelings as the fuck no. Right. Rain also. Yeah. (laughs) That is also a fuck no. But okay. Wrapping it up. Thanks for being here and we'll see you in a future episode. Bye.